Good morning. This morning we conclude our series that highlights the fact that in our human experience we are constantly faced with changes. We have said that we face two things. One, the reality of change and the unchanged realities. That in the face of our change, Jesus Christ remains the only constant. He is dependable and will ultimately take us in the direction that leads to that desired and decisive change that we all need. Our text today is St. John's Gospel, chapter 6, verses 1 to 14. Let's read. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in the place, and the men sat down, about five thousand of them. Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. The text called the feeding of the 5,000 is the only account of Jesus' activity found in all four Gospels. It is significant that only in this account do we know the source of the bread and fish used to feed the large crowd of men, women, and children. It is interesting that the source of the food was a little boy. A child saved the day for everyone. I chose this text because our children and young people are often overlooked in the scheme of things, and we feel that it is leaders and power brokers that make the world go round. I want to emphasize the place and value of our children and young people. There are those who speak as though our children and young people are just problem sources, that they are responsible for the difficulties in our world, and that without them, life would be better. Nothing is further from the truth. Can we name one problem in our world today where our children and youth are the source? Of course we can't. Since our world has been properly messed up by the adult population, every problem in our world today has adults as its source. That part of the population which is supposed to be responsible, knowledgeable, and capable. In our text today, it was a little boy 
one who had no part in causing the problem that was at hand. That is, over 20,000 hungry persons had nothing to eat. But this boy and Jesus saved the day. This boy was part of the solution. He gave what he had to Jesus, and the Lord used it to save the situation. I think there is a great value in our children and youth. The problem is that the adult population, living contrary to God's will and purpose, seem unable to tap into this source. It really is about adult failure that we are seeing at work. Many times we see that, but we see it in our children and youth. Someone has suggested that over 80% of the problem and challenges in our society are caused by adults. That very often the problems are reflected in our children and youth are really adult problems in the homes, in the communities, and in our institutions. Is it possible that if we were better adults, our children may have been better persons? The values learned, the things emphasized, and the results desired are oftentimes so flawed. We adults need to get it right so that we can teach it right and show them right. It has been said that every problem in our country and our world reflects a loss of relationship with God. Many problems in our world seem to defy solutions. War, disease, dislocation, economic needs, education, crime and violence, unemployment, and others. In our own country, the number one problem is said to be crime and violence. We have been saying this for a long time though. And we seem to be nowhere close to a solution. Let us not think that merely changing governments will bring this needed change. Our political parties are fundamentally the same and only superficially different. We remember that it was the political parties that deposited the weapons in the communities in the 70s and 80s. Now we cannot rid our communities of those same weapons. Our nation our world have problems, maybe beyond human capabilities. But look what happens when a youth gave what he had to Jesus, a solution. It has been said that it is not the older people who give their lives to the Lord very often. Our church records and experiences show that it is the children and youth who come to Jesus the most. We are told that 85% of those who give their lives to Christ do so by age 15. That the longer people wait to give their lives to Christ, the harder it becomes. So that those who fail to give their lives to Christ and are between ages 30 and 40 years will only experience one out of every 10,000 coming to the Lord. If persons fail to come to Christ and they live to be 70 years and over, then one out of 750,000 will come to Christ. All others are losers who will also be lost forever. God's word tells us that giving one's life to Christ is that which makes real, fundamental, and lasting change. It needs to be done early rather than later. We celebrate children and youth who give their lives to Christ. Way to go, youth. Youth and children are like technology and gadgets. But 
It is the life given to Christ that is most rewarding. After feeding this crowd with the little boy's lunch, Jesus told the people that he, Jesus, is the real bread of life, that he had come down from heaven to give real life. If we read the chapter to the end, we will see that many of those persons who, having eaten and had a bellyful, walked away from Jesus, rejecting his offer of life, life eternal. Many are advising the church to focus more on the children and youth. They have a much higher response rate. They live better lives than adults who do not come to Christ. Let the church bring the light of eternity into the life of the world through Christ Jesus. History shows that intellectual and other differences fade when spiritual life touches a person or a community. Experience is greater than argument. Everlasting life in Christ, the greatest change that we'll ever see. Have you been changed by Christ? The Lord bless you.